This is the Veterinary Life Coach Podcast with Dr. Julie Capel, episode number 268. Hello, veterinary friends. Welcome to the Veterinary Life Coach Podcast. If you're new, to this podcast. I'm Dr. Julie Capel, and I want to welcome you with open arms. This is the place where we discuss all things veterinary medicine, self-development, leadership, and caring for ourselves mentally and physically. Today, I want to focus on mindfulness. This subject has been coming up for me in my own life, And I've also noticed it coming up in many of my clients recently. So I believe that this is the perfect time to talk about mindfulness today. My son also suggested that I post a TikTok video on mindfulness. So that should be there soon. So look for that. Follow me on TikTok and tell me what you think. So let's get into the subject of mindfulness. The definition of mindfulness is the quality or state of being conscious or aware of something, and a mental state achieved by focusing one's awareness on the present moment while calmly acknowledging and accepting one's feelings, thoughts, and bodily sensations. And that's a big definition, but it kind of encompasses everything that I'm going to talk about on this podcast. I think that we can all agree that this would be a great place to be when we're working in our clinic with patients, clients, and also team members. Being in that place of mindfulness or being present. If we're mindful in our encounters, our job and our life would be much calmer and much easier to navigate. So the first thing that I want to share with you is that you can become more mindful with effort. It's a skill that you can develop. It may come naturally at times, like when you're immersed in a surgery, you can become very mindful and focused, or you're involved in a game that you enjoy. But most of the time, our brains are filled with a million thoughts that distract us, cause us negativity, and are very difficult to sort out. And so in that clutter of thoughts and negativity, it's very difficult to become mindful. So you have to have the desire to become more mindful. You have to want it. So hear me say this first, you are not your thoughts. Many of my coaching clients come to me with the idea that they are negative because they have always been that way, or they think that the negative thoughts that come into their Chihuahua brain are involuntary. And in many cases, it feels that way. A lot of the thoughts that we have are somewhat involuntary, but the negative thoughts are not you. They don't define you. They don't have power over you. It is just a thing that your brain does to keep you safe. And you have the power to believe them or not believe them. You have the power to change them. It will require you to put in work, but you are not your thoughts. So that's something that I really want to express to you. So many times we think 
that there is a problem with us or there's something wrong with us. And it's absolutely not true. It's far from the truth. We want to be the watcher and keeper of our mind. And that's what you are. You're the observer of your thoughts. You're the gatekeeper of your mind, so to speak. You can watch your thoughts without judgment and notice how often your attention goes to the past or the future. I have a tendency to worry or become anxious at certain times. That means that my brain likes to stress about the past and things that have happened, what I shoulda, coulda, woulda done, and then I worry about what's going to happen in the future. I have fears about things that could happen, especially when you're at work, right? Because sometimes bad things do happen, and so then your mind is even more on alert to warn you about danger. When you're thinking about your past mistakes or worrying about the future, you are not mindful. Mindfulness requires that you let the worry go, you let the anxiety go. Becoming more mindful is the answer to stress, anxiety, and all the overwhelming feelings we get that lead to burnout, that lead us to want to quit our jobs, that lead us to feeling defeated. So taking control of your mind is something that we have to try to do, even though it's not easy. It's not something that's an easy task to control what's going on in that brain of yours. It starts with being attentive. We're attending to those wandering thoughts and those anxious feelings. We want to be aware of what's going on in our head and what's going on in our body. And awareness is the first step in anything that we want to change. I talk about this on the podcast a lot. First, becoming aware of the problem is the key. When I coach my clients to become more mindful, we work on noticing the thoughts that come up throughout the day. That primitive brain, that chihuahua brain, the fight or flight system becomes overactive and it's trying to keep you safe. That's where the anxiety comes from. That's where the stress comes from. That's where the overwhelm comes from. That overactive brain of yours. Overactivity of that primitive brain will cause you to spin in the past and worry about the future. And that creates that anxious feeling in your body. To be mindful, you have to learn to stay in the present, which means noticing your thoughts, but not judging them, not shaming yourself for having them, not worrying about the thoughts themselves. A very effective exercise that can help us to become more aware is doing a mind dump or a thought download, whatever you want to call it. I like to do this in the morning before I start my day. A book I read recently with my daughter called The Artist Way. It's a very good book, by the way. It calls the writing exercise morning pages. You might also call it journaling, but whatever you call it, the exercise of writing down whatever comes to your mind for 10 minutes or three pages or whatever you can manage to get those thoughts out of your head is the exercise. You want to get them out of your head and then notice them. It's about awareness of what's going on in your brain. So learning about yourself is always the first step in making the change. That's where we want to start. Journal, write, dump every day. But don't judge any of the things that you're writing. Sometimes when I'm writing my my 
journaling or my mind dumps or my morning pages, whatever you want to call it, I'll read some of those thoughts and say, wow, if somebody read this, they would be really surprised as as to what's coming up for me this morning. It might be embarrassing. It might feel weird. And, you know, if if it stresses you out and if you're afraid somebody's going to read it, then write it all down, read it back to yourself, become aware, and then get rid of it. You can burn it. You can tear it up. You can shred it. You don't have to keep these pages. I recommend that you do because it helps you to, to create more awareness as you see the patterns that come up for yourself every day. But just doing the exercise is what helps get all that stuff out of your head. Just notice what's going on. The exercise is becoming aware of your thoughts. That's the first step in starting this mindfulness exercise. The second step, or another step, I should say, is to try to focus on only one thing at a time. Being more mindful is all about living in that present moment. And if you focus, your task will take less time, You'll do them with less errors, and you'll feel more present. If you can do that in the exam room, stay present with the client, stay present with the patient, it will be easier to do your job. You'll not be outside the room worrying about the next patient. You won't be, you won't be worrying about rushing. Staying focused and staying present is mindful. There have been studies show that multitasking is not efficient and I am a I love to multitask. I think it's really fun, but it's not efficient. So I have to give up that habit of trying to multitask. Narrow that focus to one thing at a time and that's how you create more mindfulness. The next thing you can do is slow down. This is another one that's difficult for me because I am notoriously speedy. But speed increases mistakes. So slowing down will help you focus and become more mindful. When you slow down, it helps you to notice how you're feeling while you're completing a task. Becoming aware of what's going on in our body is half the battle. That body is there for a reason. Those feelings are there for a reason. So if you slow down, you'll enjoy things more, you'll stay more present, you'll become less distracted. I think of this one a lot in the morning when I'm having my coffee. I try to slow down, focus on how great the coffee smells and tastes. I try not to do anything else for at least the first few minutes of my coffee time. And it helps me to almost meditate, to become more mindful about my day ahead. It doesn't have to be a big deal. Just take one moment in your day, slow down, and focus on what you're doing. That is an exercise in itself to become more mindful. Meditation is similar to that. It's the very definition of mindfulness. Sitting for five or 10 minutes, breathing, focusing on your breath, all of that will help you feel more connected to yourself. I have done many meditations with apps on my own, trying to just lay on the floor and breathe, praying. It doesn't matter how you do it or really for how long you meditate. The only thing that matters is that it works for you, that it brings you back to yourself and creates more peace, creates for more mindfulness. 
If you've not meditated before and it sounds kind of weird to you, start with one of those phone apps that leads you through the meditation. They'll talk you through it. You can pick the voice that you like. There are so many of them. And when I first started doing this, it felt as if I was cheating because I was using the app, right? But once you do it with the app and understand the exercise and what it brings to you, it will become easier to do on your own if you choose to get off the app then. So try meditation if you haven't tried it before, even if it sounds weird to you, even if it's embarrassing, just try a little bit of it and you will feel better and try whatever method works for you. I say this a lot, but the next one is keep your phone, laptop, iPad, Apple Watch away from yourself for at least a small portion of your day. Working in the hospital, I never keep my phone on me. I always had it in my purse, on my desk, and I think that's a good thing. I never knew if someone would text me or if I'd get a notification. And if that happened, when I had the phone in my pocket, it would distract me until I got my Apple Watch. Then my Apple Watch would vibrate when someone texted me. And the first thing you want to do is not focus on what you're doing and look at that watch or look at that phone. Have you ever been talking to someone and their Apple Watch goes off and they stop talking to you and they look at their watch? It's distracting and it's kind of rude in a way, right? It's a big distraction, our phone, and it keeps us from staying mindful throughout our day. So set some kind of limit. I set a limit for myself on my social media, so it cuts me off after 15 minutes. So if I wanna watch TikTok or Facebook or any Instagram or any of that stuff, I've gotta do it quickly for only 15 minutes because my phone will cut me off. But whatever you need to do, to keep that phone from being a big distraction, whatever you need to do to stay focused, do it. It's not a necessary thing. You can keep your phone with you all the time, but I'm telling you that if you can get rid of it, it will help you to stay more mindful in your day. Challenge yourself, even if it's just to leave it at home while you go for a walk or a drive. It's really hard to do because you have that thought that, oh, I should have my phone in case there's an emergency. But for many, many years before people had cell phones, they navigated the world without that cell phone on their body. So give yourself that challenge, even if it's only once a day or once a week to do without that phone. Speaking of walking, another way to be more mindful is to get yourself outside and move your body. Exercise or getting out in nature. It's really hard to worry about things if you're focused on the beauty around you, the exercise that you're doing, getting sweaty, getting out of breath, pushing your body during exercise causes you to stay present in what you're doing. So whatever you like to do, just spend some time doing it each day. I find if I exercise, even if I'm more tired afterwards, I'm better focused to work on my computer or do podcasts or write or whatever it is that I'm trying to get done that day. I get way more done than if I don't exercise. You may wanna even try yoga. I love the stretching and the directed movement that yoga brings. You can join a class or do some yoga classes on YouTube. It's super easy and it only takes 20 or 30 minutes to get in a good focused yoga class or a good 
focused, short exercise class. But whatever you do, try to move a little bit, try to get some fresh air, try to look around in nature and focus on the now. Even if you live in a big city, you can always people watch, which I love to do when I'm shopping, or even watch the pigeons. That's considered nature, right? So just try that. So here's a little exercise that you can do to help you feel more mindful today. Watch your thoughts and note them without judging. Feel the emotions that come along with those thoughts and really feel them. Describe them in your body. What exactly is going on for you? Are you shaky? Is your heart beating faster? Are you getting tense? Do you have a headache? Really observe your reaction to those feelings. Then ask yourself, what is it that I do when I'm thinking this or I'm feeling this? That question of asking yourself, what's happening for me, creates awareness and mindfulness. Stay present. Stay focused. Don't judge yourself. Slow down. Move some. Get outdoors. Journal. Meditate. And really notice the thoughts and feelings in your body. That's what it takes to practice more mindfulness. So my homework for you this week is to practice these things and please share what comes up with me. What thoughts do you notice that are keeping you from staying mindful? You can share them in an email to me at jacapeldvm at gmail.com or go to my website and share them there with me. There's a place you can enter. The website is theveterinarylifecoach.com. Sharing your successes and the work that you're doing on yourself and your own self-development will help you feel like you're on the team. It'll help me know that I'm helping you, but it'll also help you feel like you're doing the work to make your life better. And that's what it's all about. That's what self-development and that's what learning to love veterinary medicine and your veterinary life is all about. Okay, so here are a couple of quotes for you because you know I love me a good quote. The first one is from Dustin Maskovitz. And it says, mindfulness has helped me succeed in almost every dimension of my life by stopping regularly to look inward and become aware of my mental state. I stay connected to the source of my actions and thoughts and can guide them with considerably more intention. And that's what we want to do. We want to be intentional about staying mindful. That will help with all the stress, all the anxiety, all the overwhelm. Another uh, quote I have for you is from Elizabeth Thornton, and it says, The key to creating the mental space before responding is mindfulness. Mindfulness is a way of being present, paying attention to and accepting what is happening in our lives. It helps us to be aware of the step away from our automatic and habitual reactions to our everyday experiences. So becoming more mindful is going to help you respond better to your team, respond better to your clients, even when they're not responding well, they're not being mindful. You creating more mindfulness for yourself will help you show up better, work better, and feel better at work. If you need help this week or anytime, reach out to me for help. If you know anyone that would benefit from this podcast, 
please like, subscribe, or share, and give me a five-star review if you're enjoying what you're hearing. I appreciate your support, I appreciate your attention, and I'm here to help you create the life that you want and make it everything that you desire. Have a beautiful week, everyone. Bye.